Know the top stories of the day. Understand the issues that matter. This is Manila Bulletin News on Web. Your quick rundown of top news in the country and around the world. Manila Bulletin, celebrating 120 years of timely stories and timeless truths. Be fully informed. Hi, I'm Barbie Atienza. This is MB Now, and here are your news on web. President Rodrigo Roa Duterte said he was constrained to keep the wearing of face shields mandatory both indoors and outdoors to prevent a disaster that may be caused by the Delta variant of the coronavirus disease. Duterte made a statement after the Department of Health reported that four more individuals got infected by the Delta variant, bringing the total number of infections to 17 on June 21. In his weekly pre-recorded public address, President Duterte apologized for causing confusion by discussing the possibility of easing the rule on face shield wearing in public. The president said he was just shooting the breeze but never said with finality that we will do away with the face shield. According to the president, the Philippines cannot afford a second wave of coronavirus infections since the economy has not yet recovered from the effects of the pandemic. On Thursday last week, Malacanang confirmed that President Duterte preferred that people only be required to wear face shields in hospitals. However, the government's pandemic task force was opposed to easing the rules on wearing face shields and appealed that the rule is kept specially indoors. Yesterday, spokesperson Harry Roque said that the wearing of face shields is no longer required outdoors, saying the government's pandemic task force only appealed that it be required indoors. Uh, I will apologize to the Filipino people that this thing was being discussed openly and many thought that uh, we were ready to do away with the face mask. But with the kind of aggressive infection uh, that poses uh, a very grave danger to, uh, it's a small inconvenience actually. I know that it is inconvenient really to be wearing the mask, adjusting it from time to time. But that is only a very small price to pay. Than rather gamble with doing away with it and courting disaster. A member of the Department of Health's Technical Advisory Group, or TAG, said that there is a need to keep out the Delta COVID-19 variant as it is very dangerous. Dr. Edsel Salvana of DOH Technical Advisory Group said there is really a need to police our borders as it only takes one variant to get in and this might result in an India-like surge in cases. At present, he said, there are already 17 cases of Delta in the country, all from incoming travelers. Salvana said that TAG also still recommends the wearing of face shields, even outdoors. Even Food and Drug Administration Director General Eric Domingo also stressed the importance of keeping the variants out. President Duterte admitted to health workers 
that he needs their advice on the mutation of the COVID-19 virus. Health experts said the Delta variant was 40% more infectious outdoors and 60% more infectious indoors. President Duterte is still opposed to the resumption of face-to-face -face classes for now, especially in the wake of threats from the contagious Delta coronavirus variant. Duterte expressed preference that all Filipinos should be vaccinated against the virus before he decides on allowing the students to physically return to schools. He was also seeking to protect the health of students from the coronavirus threat. Duterte said the vaccination of the people will depend on the supplies that will be secured by vaccine czar Carlito Galvez Jr. He assured the public that the government has ample funds for vaccine procurement based on the recent report of Finance Secretary Carlos Domingos, Dominguez III. National Economic and Development Authority head Carl Kendrick Chua recently proposed to resume the pilot testing of face-to-face -face classes in lowest risk areas amid the government's ongoing vaccination. Chua expressed concern that there might be a long-term impact on learning and productivity if face-to-face -face classes are not resumed soon. Meanwhile, Education Secretary Leonor Briones fully accepted the decision of the President and withdrew the request of the Department of Education for the pilot implementation of limited face-to-face -face classes for students at the basic education level. President Duterte has threatened to order the arrest of anti-vaxxers or people who refuse to get vaccinated against the coronavirus. Duterte said people should get their coronavirus jabs or else he might order local officials to collect the tally of these potential carriers of the virus and sequester them. A former prosecutor, Duterte said, he would think it over very hard legally, but renewed his threat to arrest the people refusing to receive the COVID-19 vaccines. He appealed to the anti-vaxxers not to force his arm and resort to such extreme measure. He advised those reluctant to get vaccinated to leave the country instead. Duterte admitted that he was exasperated with some Filipinos who refused to heed the government's plea for vaccination. He said the government has no other goal but to ensure the safety and health of the people. More than 2 million people have completed their two-dose vaccination since the government started the inoculation campaign last March. The government aims to vaccinate as many as 70 million Filipinos before the end of the year to achieve herd immunity. May mamili kayo, magpabakuna kayo o ipakulong ko kayo sa silda. Ganito na lang. I will think it over very hard. Legally, of course. Oh. Pero pag hindi ayaw ninyo, ipaaresto ko kayo. Uh, that is in pursuance to a policy of uh, our uh, crisis of uh, health issue. In Metro News, 
DOH places Pasay City under low risk of COVID-19. And Manila logs low vaccination turnout after implementing no walk-in policy. More from these reports. The Department of Health placed Pasay City under low-risk classification of the coronavirus disease. This is based on the report made by the DOH Feasibility Analysis of Syndromic Surveillance using spatio-temporal epidemiological modular for early detection of diseases on June 21. The city's lone public hospital, the Pasay City General Hospital, reported a 24% occupancy rate of COVID-19 ward or at normal safe risk rating. The hospital's four ICU beds and the 20 regular COVID-19 beds are now available and no reported death due to the virus as of June 21. The COVID-19 transition ward also has a total of 80% occupancy rate and their emergency room is also now open for admission for COVID-19 cases, both residents and non-Pasay residents. The Manila City Government used 4,402 doses out of 28,000 doses allocated on the first day of no walk-in policy in the city on Monday. Based on the new policy, only those who will receive a text message via Manila COVAX SMS will be entertained at the vaccination sites in the city. Meanwhile, several people still waited in line at Robinson's Place, Manila, hoping to be vaccinated. Manila Mayor Francisco Escombrano Dumagoso later went to Robinson's Place, Manila to allow those who waited in line to be vaccinated even if they did not have an appointment. Dumagoso also said the city government does not want to penalize the people who did not attend their scheduled appointment for their vaccination. The city government has implemented the no walk-in policy after receiving complaints of long lines at the city's vaccination sites. Here are the top news in other parts of the country. Bureau of Corrections starts talks to set up prison facility in Isabela for Luzon PDLs. Over 325,000 COVID-19 shots administered in Western Visayas. And South Cotabato fast-tracks COVID-19 vaccine rollout. Let's check out the details. The Bureau of Corrections has started negotiations with the officials of Isabela for the setting up of a prison facility in the province to decongest existing detention centers in Luzon. Bucher officials had met with Isabella Governor Rodolfo T. Albano III last June 8 on the setting up of a facility that can accommodate 4,000 persons deprived of liberty in North Luzon provinces. This after the government has admitted that prison facilities managed and operated by Bucher are already congested and pose a serious risk to the spread of the dreaded COVID-19. Bucher officials said its negotiations with the officials of Isabella serves as a firm action and commitment to decongest existing penal institution and accommodate the increasing number of PDLs committed to the agency. A total of 325,108 persons in Western Visayas have received their first dose of a coronavirus vaccine shot. The Department of Health reported that 98,216 of them are now fully protected with the required two doses. Dr. Marie Jocelyn Te of the Department of Health Western Visayas Center for Health Development said the region has received 191,220 doses of China-made Sinovac vaccines and 127,200 of AstraZeneca. For the second dose, 89,475 of Sinovac and 8,741 of AstraZeneca have been received. She also reiterated that the vaccines are very safe and effective to prevent the severe COVID-19 that would result in hospitalization and even deaths. 
Rural health units in South Cotabato have fast-tracked the rollout of the COVID-19 vaccines among eligible residents as they gear up for its expansion to other priority groups. South Cotabato Governor Reynaldo Tamayo Jr. said the vaccination activities in the province's 10 towns and lone city have become faster in the past several days following the delivery of more vaccines from the national government. He added that they are expecting the arrival of more vaccine doses in the coming days to augment the 12,650 vials of Sinovac received by the province last week from the Department of Health Region 12. Tamayo also said that some rural health units are now ready to expand the inoculation to the A4 category. In world news, Japan ramps up vaccination campaign as Tokyo and other regions shift to quasi-virus emergency. Travel restrictions to be relaxed for vaccinated Canadians. And Italy says face masks will no longer be mandatory outdoors from June 28. Details in these reports. The Japanese government's plans for companies and universities to begin administering COVID-19 vaccines on-site began on Monday for people aged under 65, while seven prefectures including Tokyo shifted for a fully-fledged to quasi-state of coronavirus emergency. Chief Cabinet Secretary Katsu Nobu Kato said after the summer, the government is planning to inoculate Japanese citizens living abroad at Narita and Haneda airports. It will issue vaccination certificates to those who need them. On Thursday, Kato said the government is planning to allow municipalities to begin issuing vaccine passports from mid-July. Around 16% of Japan's population of 126 million has now received at least one dose of the vaccine. Canadian and permanent residents fully vaccinated against COVID-19 will no longer have to quarantine upon their return from abroad starting July 5, officials announced Monday. Ottawa said in a statement it continues to strongly advise Canadians to avoid non-essential travel worldwide, citing the risk of importing the novel coronavirus and its variants. Fully vaccinated or not, foreign nationals including Americans are still prohibited from entering the country from discretionary travel. As of Monday, 25 million Canadians or 66% of the population has received at least one vaccine dose while 7 million are now fully vaccinated. Face masks will no longer be compulsory outdoors in Italy, one of the countries in Europe was hit by the coronavirus from June 28, according to the Health Ministry. The lifting of the mask requirement would come into effect in regions labeled white under Italy's classification system for how rapidly the virus is spreading, Health Minister Roberto Esperanza wrote on Facebook. By June 28, experts predict all of the Italy will be classified a white zone with just 21 deaths and 495 new cases recorded nationwide on Monday. So far, 30% of people over 12 have been vaccinated or around 16 million out of a population of 60 million. In entertainment, popular rock band Foo Fighters held over the weekend a successful concert at the Madison Square Garden, a first since the start of the pandemic. It is also the first concert to have an all-vaccinated audience. Details in this report. The Foo Fighters aced their return and the reopening of the Madison Square Garden concert venue. The jam-packed concert held last June 20 not only signaled the reopening of the garden, but also highlighted the very first concert to have an all-vaccinated audience. 
They are also the first band to hold a show at the popular music and sports venue since it closed down in March 2020 due to COVID-19. Concert goers going into the garden used a mobile electronic passport called the Excelsior Pass to show proof of their vaccination. The band opened with a stripped-down version of Times Like These that eventually built up to its original full band arrangement. The Pretender and Learn to Fly came next to the delight of everyone in the arena. One of the main surprises in the show featured an appearance of comedian Dave Chappelle who sang a cover of Radiohead's Creep with the Foo Fighters. In sports, Gilas Pilipinas coach Tab Baldwin has nothing but high praises for Dwight Ramos about his performance at the FIBA Asia Cup qualifiers. Let's watch this report. Gilas Pilipinas coach Tab Baldwin echoed the high praises Indonesia mentor Rajko Toroman gave to Dwight Ramos following the Filipino Cagers campaign in the FIBA Asia Cup qualifiers. Baldwin said, Ramos, who was described by the former Gilas coach Toroman as someone who plays like a European player, has the talent and potential to excel at a higher level especially now that he's being tasked to play the point. The 22-year-old Gilas member averaged 15 points, 6.7 rebounds, 2 assists, and 2.3 steals in three games of the third and final window of the FIBA Asia Cup qualifiers with his consistent showing as the team's starting playmaker. But Ramos insists on looking for improvements as Gilas sets its focus on the tough competition in the Olympic qualifying tournament in Belgrade, Serbia next week and the FIBA Asia Cup in Jakarta, Indonesia in mid-August. Ramos said that he wants to be more vocal on the court and guide his teammates because he knows a little bit about what Coach Tab wants from the team. And those are the news on web today, June 22, 2021. For more news and details, get your copy of the Manila Bulletin newspaper tomorrow or you can log on to www.nb.com.ph. You may also subscribe to our newsletter through the link in this video's caption to have the day's latest news delivered to your inbox. I am Barbie Atienza for Manila Bulletin. Join us again tomorrow. This has been MB Now. Be fully informed.